Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. You know, one of our goals with Flyover Conservative Podcast is always, and we say this often, to be a bridge between what we consider out there, the 80 million people that are waking up and, and doing one thing each day to save their country, and uh, the, you know, the, the people that are making things happen in the news, some of the best thinkers, yeah. some of the people who've worked through some of the toughest topics in private, and they're able to bring them to public and say, hey, here's something we're really dealing with, and people that have thought through that topic and looked at multiple sides mm-hmm. of the Rubik's Cube all at one time. Um, this is a topic we're going to hit right next. I'll tell you, it's, it's, it's a bit of a gut punch. It's going to be mm-hmm. kind of tough uh, to walk through. We've dabbled with it a little bit in the past. Um, we're we're going to be uh, focusing on a, a new documentary that is about to come out. Um, but this is a topic that's not being covered at all by mainstream media, mm-hmm. or uh, it's being covered in a way that is 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 laden with propaganda and misinformation. And glorified. And, and is making something that is evil appear mm-hmm. good. And so uh, we're going to play a trailer first, and then we're going to introduce our guest. Um, I do want to tell you that this is uh, shocking, and uh, this is a little bit of a heads up or a warning. Just kind of have your mind right, your head right. Sometimes we come in and we got funny bits, mm-hmm. and we do you know jokes and different things like this. But this is a heavy, uh, a heavy-hearted kind of of content. But it's one that I think, as believers, as patriots, as um, um, I say, mature adult Americans. We need to be able to look at square in the eye and say, you know what? I recognize what's coming against our youth. Yep. We we look at and we recognize what's coming against our nation. And uh, we're not going to look away because it's uncomfortable. We're going to look at it. We're going to address it. And we're going to have intelligent, uh, well-educated conversations uh, on a topic that uh, uh, is, is more rampant than you think. Um, let's go ahead and uh, run this trailer. If you want girl parts and you don't have them... You can do special surgery where they turn your penis inside out and there's a vagina inside. The preschool sends out a letter to all the parents announcing one of our students is now Rosa and we would love you all to come and celebrate and support her. And he was four years old. I didn't even know if he knew what a pronoun was. I go to the daycare a week later uh, to, to drop him off and it's Rosa is written on the entrance sheet where I have to sign. Rosa's on his cubby. It's everywhere. And they would just look at me and listen. They would say, Helen, you should really learn to accept this and celebrate it. And I'm like, celebrate what? Celebrate that my child's gonna be put on hormones and his penis will never grow and he'll never have a normal sex life and he'll be on drugs for the rest of his life. This was when she was like 15. Um, I remember being up in her room and she said, I'm trans and I need a new name. Somehow I got a text from CVS. Your, your prescription for TES is available. She's like, it's mine. You can't take it from me. You can get this by making a phone call and having a teleappointment. I mean, there was no psychological evaluation. There was nothing. Where does our species go if, if you can cut off your body parts like this? Sean had set up an appointment with an endocrinologist at the hospital to try to get hormones. I'm looking at it as, hey, this kid just needs to explain to him, hey, he's had a lot of traumatic events through his life, you know, losing his leg. We had an older son that died of a heroin overdose when he was eight years old. He went through the loss of his mom, being diagnosed with cancer. I mean, we, I went through all, I said, all these things have to have a big effect on him. When I had the appointment with the 
psychiatrist. I was just blown away when she turned around and told me that he's definitely transgender um, and you are an unsupportive, abusive father. I'm trying to keep him alive. Wow. That is sobering. You know, we're in a, we're in a crazy mm-hmm. time. We hear phrases like, you will own nothing and be happy. And we think that applies to our cars or our homes or different things. Uh, I'm telling you, there's a communist agenda that that has this mindset that even your children are not yours. And um, they're acting on it in a very, very brazen way. Uh, this message is really only getting out because of the funding and the bravery and the hard work of, of independent filmmakers, of yep. independent uh, journalists, and uh, today we're lucky to have uh, somebody who's not only in uh, in a part of of the documentary "Dead Name," which was which you just saw there, but also a writer for the Christian Post. Somebody we've had the privilege of knowing for close to a decade now, and uh, have a tremendous amount of respect for Mr. Brandon Showalter. Yay! Oh. Wow. Welcome, Brandon. Brandon, welcome back. Uh, you've, you've been here before. I wish we could just have you on sometime and just tell jokes and talk about, uh, you know, funny things or what's going on. But but you are one that I talked about earlier that has the spine, the bravery to be able to look at some of the hardest things and say, you know what, I'm actually going to do something about this. Mm-hmm. And we know that stories and, and images and actually are what people get. Something's <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. They don't know. You're doing a great work at putting this putting this information out there. Well, thank you so much. And I'm going to have to make my way out to Kansas City. I could I could do for some burnt ends. And so you guys can- <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely. Yes, we'll tell I, some jokes and eat some burnt ends. That sounds like I, something I, really I'm, good. I'm totally, I totally would love that. And I appreciate yeah. that you guys care about these issues as mm-hmm. well. They're, they're near and dear to my heart. I cover them. It's not the only thing I write about the Christian Post, but um, we are one of the few publications in the nation right now that's not kowtowing to the spirit of the age or being willing to go along with politically correct lingo because we see just how harmful it is. And that was plenty evident in the trailer you mm-hmm. just played. And I was honored to be a part of that uh, important film. To, to me, to me yes. as just a, I mean, uneducated observer on this, I don't have a background in, in any of these fields when it comes to hormones or genetics or psychology, but just, just as a, as a human living with, with humans, I can't help but think I'm, I'm almost watching uh, like, when I look at our species and what we're doing with no vision towards the effect long-term, it looks like monkeys yeah. playing with gasoline and matches yes. in a haystack. Yeah. That's kind of what it looks like we're doing uh, to our youth, w- to our youth. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, and we're, we're, we're pushing the gas pedal down as hard as we can without even holding onto the steering wheel. We have no idea where this is going or the repercussions yeah. of the actions that are, that are being taken. How is, is this, is this possible? And, and, and give people a, an idea of the scope of this, mm-hmm. how how much of this is happening, and how much of is it happening right now behind parents' back? That's what's shocking to yeah. me. It's an enormous spike, uh, a spike of youth, especially who mm-hmm. are becoming mired in this kind of madness, and it's a social contagion. Largely, uh, teen girls, especially, have been swept up into an internet fueled peer contagion. But this is affecting young boys as well, very young children, even before puberty. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is. Uh, sort of a pathway of unchecked medicalization. And I think Mm -hmm. the medicalization, we're talking blockers, cross-sex hormones, and body-altering surgeries, that's the really scary part for a lot of parents. Um, This film, the trailer that you just played, profiles three. It shows some sort of vignettes of other parents near the conclusion, but it features three parents that you saw in that trailer. 
And Amy, the one mom there in the middle, asked mm-hmm. the very same question that you did, David, about where does this go? Right. If yeah. you can just cut healthy body parts off, what are we even thinking about for the future? Mm-hmm. This isn't good for the human body. Yeah. I mean, biomedical ethics seems to have completely collapsed if you can mm-hmm. have a surgeon remove a physically healthy organ in right. pursuit in pursuit of a physiological impossibility, that of mm-hmm. becoming the opposite sex. The numbers that we do have are rampant. There was a big study in the UK where Transgender Trend, the advocacy group over there, tracked that over approximately a decade, there was a 4,000 plus fold increase in teen girls self-identifying as the opposite opposite sex and or some other gender identity yeah. and being referred to the gender clinic, gender clinic, the Tavistock, which has now been since ordered to close and Europe is backpedaling from all of this. But the numbers are skyrocketing here in mm-hmm. America and Canada as well. Uh, I mean, Absolutely. I mean, it's it's been a. I started covering these issues at the Christian Post several years ago, and it's only increased ever since. Wow. I say that in the movie, not to give too many spoilers, but mm-hmm. I was filmed for this right over there in our newsroom in April of 2021. Uh, it just came out right before Christmas, and so it's starting to get some likes now, and people are very moved because it's a humanizing, intimate portrait glimpse mm-hmm. of family cost and struggle and suffering and disruption that happens when gender ideology invades their homes. These sufferings, these families have been through some truly brutal suffering that the parents that I know talk to, including one of them, I've interviewed the dad that you saw in that film. They wouldn't wish this kind of horror on their worst enemy. Now, where can people find the documentary, Brandon, if they want to watch uh, this documentary, where do they find it? I did a review on Christian Post, which I hope everybody can go see, uh, where we give sort of a snapshot of what it's all about. It's available on Vimeo for a small fee. People sometimes gripe about that, but if you buy two lattes during the week, you can pay to watch this movie. Sure. Um, 45, 50 minutes. It's extremely powerful, very visceral. Vimeo, dead name, two words. And I'll say a little bit about the title of that movie. Uh, In transgender parlance, someone's dead name was the name they were given at birth, often by with great thoughtfulness and intent mm. by their parents. Mm. And so it's a rejection of their given name because the first step often in the transgender identification process is the choosing of an opposite sex name to correspond with their mm-hmm. so-called new gender identity. Um, and so, but that the title dead name is emblematic of the larger struggle that families face once they encounter this kind of madness. Um, it's, it's as though these children try to cancel their childhood and wipe out all of the memories that are associated with it, again, in pursuit of a lie. Wow. You know, it's so interesting because, uh, you know, we went through ministry school with you. And one of the things they worked on the very first year of ministry school was your identity. Like, yeah. who are you? And it seems like that's the first thing the transgender movement is trying to do. I guess the devil tries to do across the board is question your identity. Yeah. I heard a Catholic teacher, I'm not a Catholic, everybody thinks I am because I went to Catholic University for graduate school, but um, I heard a Catholic teacher once say, and it has stuck with me over the years, that when you, when you think about this from a spiritual perspective, the enemy of our souls always wages war on the human body as male and female, our identity, sexuality, gender. He just focuses his ferocious rage on that because if he can twist and distort that, he can then rob God of his ultimate generosity as the creator and giver of life. And Mm. so it's so important for us to understand who we are as male and female. And that doesn't necessarily mean adopting really rigid gender norms from yesteryear, but it does mean knowing who we are and who does does God create us to be. I think we've got to get grounded in that. But the gender identity activists, the transgender 
uh, lobby in this country and around the world assaults that with brutal force. And it's the suffering, the, the suffering of families mm-hmm. is, I think, the untold story. There have been documentaries made on this. I was in Tucker Carlson's film, as you all know, and a yeah. few others have been in media talking about this. Dead Name, I think, is probably the most powerful because it it humanizes the issue from the parents' perspective. The genius mm-hmm. of this film, as Nathaniel Blake reviewed in The Federalist recently, is to let the parents do the talking. What's yes. this really like for parents? What is it like mm-hmm. to be a fly on the wall and see what it's like when these dynamics surround moms and dads and siblings and others, you know, extended family? What is that like? All of that has been fractured by transgender activism. Mm-hmm. And as I sometimes also say, I, the three-part goal of transgender activism is one, capture the mind, two, chemically castrate and cut the body, and three, crush the family. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily in that order, but families mm-hmm. are being crushed by this yeah. and carnage. We have only just begun to see it. And I think it's going to take a lot of journalistic work to uh, analyze and unpack all this and shoot. Maybe I'll have to write a book about it. I don't even know, but it's, yeah. it's absolutely brutal, torturous. Mm-hmm. I can't even begin to describe the suffering of what this is like. And parents call me and they choke on their own tears. They, they woke up inside of a nightmare they never knew existed. Wow. Yeah. And you call it a family rupture. Can you tell us what you mean by that? Parents are pitted against their children. In this postmodern nightmare, they completely try to wipe away all previous memories because they come to believe, whether that's through school or through social media, on their phones, or through the myriad forces at work and culture, that they somehow need to become this other thing that is physically impossible. Mm-hmm. And the parents think, I raised you. I know who you are. I gave you your name. I've seen you grow up. This makes no sense. But these kids, especially if they're autistic, and autistic kids are getting swept up into this, mm-hmm. they fixate on this with you know, severe dedication, mm-hmm. and everything is just upended. Mm-hmm. Uh, completely. And, and nothing makes any sense anymore. You can't reason with this. It, you, yep. you become, it comes impossible to even have a civil discourse about anything because suddenly this blows up everything and mm-hmm. shatters conversation about normal things. All past memories are supposed to be wiped away because those are dead. I mean, it's, you, you can't even, it, it sounds so, it, it's so horrible and it sounds so unreal. It sounds like an M. Night Shalom kind of a movie. Yeah. Very it Twilight Zone. Yeah, it is Twilight Zone. Everything mm-hmm. it touches, it turns it to ash. Mm-hmm. It's as though everything went up in smoke and suddenly they have to deal with this new reality, uh, particularly because, and this is the most vicious threat that is hurled uh, at families and often these kids who become mired in this, they hurl vile obscenities and you know verbal abuse at their parents who love mm-hmm. them more than their own lives. Nothing makes sense. And then you, right. you, you say that if you don't allow me to do this or especially go down this medicalized path that I'll kill myself via suicide. Oh, and so parents just freeze mm-hmm. and they don't yeah. know what to do because they don't want their children to die. Mm-hmm. Right. And the medical organizations are telling them that if you don't accept this, they are going to die. And mm-hmm. some gender confused children have indeed taken their own lives. So it's kind of a real fear. But everywhere these parents seek help, whether it's in therapy or at the doctor's office, at the hospitals, in schools, the institutions have fallen to this dogma. They've been mm-hmm. captured and they actively work to undermine and even marginalize the parents who love their kids. Mm-hmm. It's probably, probably a subject so for a whole sad. other show, but you know, um, teen suicide is higher than ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we had a conversation just on, on Sunday um, about a, a, a youth organization that goes around and speaks at churches and things like this. And part mm-hmm. of their, their whole agenda is, is to, to make this like declaration against 
suicide. That's like the, the like it's not coming. It's like not promiscuous sex. It's not drugs. It's 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 just to keep teens from ending their own yeah. life. And I, I was blown away that that was such because there was it, it existed mm-hmm. obviously when we were uh, teenagers, but it wasn't the number one thing for mm-hmm. that to now be that. Do you have any insights to the numbers of of uh, how this has impacted before and after the transition process? Are, are, are kids then fulfilled? Is there, is there any, we're so new in this, but is yeah. there, is there, is there like, Oh, that's my true self. Everything's mm-hmm. good. The clouds part, everything is happy. And, and is it, or is, is the suicide rate about the same as teens that don't go through this or is it higher or is it lower? Is there any, <laughs> any numbers that you have? Yeah. Well, in the, in the press, in the corporate press, there's all, there are all these suicide statistics that are bandied about often with self-selected samples from activist organizations. So getting any kind of comprehensive data from, from them is going to be impossible. Mm-hmm. Uh, suicide is such a complex phenomenon. It's, you know, caused by a variety of factors. You can't, you, you, there's no way you can prove that, well, unless you allow a child to go on blockers and hormones and surgeries, that that's going to prevent their suicide. There's, mm-hmm. there's no way you can possibly prove that. So it's a, it's a manipulative tool to scare parents. It's a fear tactic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have heard the same kind of things, David and Stacey, where psychiatric hospitals are just full of, I mean, numbers of young people who are struggling to the point where they're winding up in hospital beds. It's mm-hmm. just anecdotally what I've heard from people yeah. who work in this field just say mm-hmm. it's beyond anything that they've ever seen and so it'd be interesting to see what all is contributing to that and i think there are many many factors of course but what we do know and the most off-sided study that if you work in this space you're familiar with it is the cecilia Dejny study that's i think published in plus one where in sweden they measured they have centralized health care and so they measured all of the post-operative what were then known as transsexuals over the course of 30 years from, I think, 1973 to 2003, if I remember the dates, the years correctly. And they found that even in a very supportive environment like Sweden, liberal Nordic country Sweden, that those who had transitioned surgically Mm -hmm. had a 19 times higher rate hazard of completed suicide against population match control groups. So this whole thing about suicide is going to be prevented if you allow your young children to go through Mm -hmm. this. It's a lie. <laughs> At mm-hmm. base, that's what you need to understand. And, you know, I know from detransitioners that I've interviewed, their mental health problems got worse after they mm-hmm. altered their bodies. It was, they were sold a bill of goods. Um, I, I talked to a, one man about two years ago who underwent an orchiectomy, had his testicles amputated. He wound up with severe suicidal ideation after he realized that this didn't help his problems. And of course it didn't because you're... Right. Your, your body is meant to function mm-hmm. as an integrated whole organism. And yep. you certainly don't hijack your hormone levels if you're trying to feel better, because that only causes you a whole host of problems. It seems like so that would true, make Brandon. things out of whack. Now, you're a writer for the Christian Post. We don't pull any punches that we try to examine yeah. every situation through a biblical worldview. But let's just put that to the side. There's certain things you don't need a Bible verse to know that no. if somebody walks up in a, in a line of people and pretends they know somebody, so they go to the front. You don't need a Bible verse to say that's a jerk move. That's wrong. You know, like, hey, why'd you cut? Like, you don't need a verse for that. Um, This seems so fundamentally obvious Mm -hmm. that we shouldn't have to have a documentary out there. We shouldn't have to have anything out there. Um, I wasn't even aware there were clinics that did this until within a couple of years ago. Um, I have to think if this has gone from one or two clinics and hospitals to maybe hundreds. Now you're including Planned Parenthood in the, in the list there. Um, and you, and you can speak to the, how, how prevalent this is. 
but I would, I would, I would, I guess I would have to just think that the majority of the medical personnel that are involved in this would have to have some qualms about, about, are we, have we, are you sure? I mean, you, you, yeah. if you hear of a friend that's going to get a big sleeve tattoo, you'd be like, have you thought this through? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, yeah. is that, that's, some, that's a, mm-hmm. you know, that's a big thing. Like you, you would have people kind of give a little bit of push and, and pull on that. Um, is it, is it, is it a, a, a money driven thing then that just overcomes conscious? And then you got a lot of people within it. They're like, Hey dude, I'm just following orders. I'm just a nurse here. I do what they, I don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. You know, like what is your take on what allows that to happen? Because again, you don't need a Bible verse to be able to back up like, Hey, this is a young child. She can't hit the undo button on this. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. are we thought through what she's going to be doing at 50? Mm-hmm. You know, is yeah. there any pushback or is the money just so big? Uh, all of the above. I mean, there's a lot of money that is influencing this in high places coming from within the medical industrial complex, big pharma, uh, big tech, uh, all the biotech. All There are moneyed sources that drive this ideology and institutional capture and, and the way the institutions have fallen to this gender ideology is really astonishing. So there are people that are... Um, you know, following orders. But I do know of stories of people who from within institutions, and it's a very scary thing, try to raise the alarm in their objections, and they paid a dear price for it. Or and they just have to navigate some very thorny dynamics. Um, I, I know of a story where at Boston Children's Hospital up in, in Boston was the site was where the first gender clinic, the pediatric gender clinic opened in I think 2007. At Boston Children's Hospital, there were some parents who were protesting outside that hospital. And a nurse walked by the protesters who were you know, saying, don't trans the child, don't do this to children, all this. Mm-hmm. And she had her lanyard and her scrubs on, and she mouthed this to the protesters. Oh, they, she wow. Would, she would, and it meant the world to those protesters to see yeah. that there was something on the inside who's clearly not supportive of all right. of this going on. So to answer your question, there there is um, there is tremendous pressure there, mm-hmm. um, but there are people working from the inside. Um, yes, there's money that makes a lot mm-hmm. of decisions, but I think the media bullying of a lot of this mm-hmm. and the you can't underestimate the power of mm-hmm. ideology and the pressure to stay current and stay mm-hmm. woke and stay, you know, in good graces of the powers that be that define what's acceptable. And um, but I look, I, I know very I mean, we are conservative leaning Christians here, but I know very left wing people, lesbians, radical feminists, very far left atheist types who are not religious at all that call me and implore me not to stop. I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine I mean, so. They know that the human body yeah. has a fundamental integrity to it and that you mm-hmm. physically cannot change sex. This does shatter the worldviews of a lot of people mm-hmm. who start to rethink everything they thought they knew and believed. Because when your daughter wants to go get testosterone from Planned mm-hmm. Parenthood, as Amy's daughter does in Dead yeah. Name, you really start to reconsider a lot of mm-hmm. different different things. And places you thought you could trust, institutions you thought were credible. This upends a lot of, of stuff in, in people's minds. And uh, it's, it is, uh, people ask me, why are you so obsessed about this? And I was like, because a medical scandal is eminently newsworthy. Mm-hmm. Medical scan, I mean, and this is one of the worst medical scandals of all time, because unlike ice pick lobotomies and the, you know, thalidomide and all the mm-hmm. medical scandals of, right. you know, right. past decades, the institutions are all celebrating this, yeah. <laughs> that everybody's in on the game. And this mm-hmm. is portrayed and held out as this wonderful thing. It's cool. It's a fad. Mm-hmm. It's a craze. 
Meanwhile, irreparable harm is being done to some of the most vulnerable among us. And perhaps worst of all, families are being irretrievably fractured. Man, Brandon, thank you so much for you just you are so consistent. You are not let taking your foot off the pedal. You just continue to go no matter what happens, no matter how you might feel. Uh, even like your life is in jeopardy. You have truly yeah. been somebody that's like, I don't care. I am called for such a time as this, and I will continue to shed light on the subject. Thank you so much for everything that you do. Again, thank you for coming on the Flyover Conservatives. You can go to christianpost.com. You can also fo- follow Brandon on Twitter. That's a place that we follow him a lot on Twitter. Can you give your, your Twitter handle real fast, Brandon? My Twitter handle is at Brandon M, as in Mary, uh, show, S-H-O-W. You'll see me tweeting a lot about Dead Name, the film. Mm-hmm. Go on Vimeo and take a look. It's really worth your time. And keep Helen, Amy, and Bill, the families who were profiled in that film, in your prayers. They're deeply hurting people. We'll have the links down sure. below of how you can find this movie, mm-hmm. how you can get it. Go there and support it. If you're like, I'm not sure if I have time to watch it, this is something you need to support because these guys are doing the work that, that – we couldn't do mm-hmm. that you couldn't yeah. do. And so, you know, let's, you know, let's, let's, let's get one and, and get this out there. It's also a tool that you can help to share truth with people that may, you know, need that information at this point. We all need to work together on this. And uh, we'll put that link down below, make it easy to find, like this video, share this video, get this information in the hands of people who it could influence and help mm-hmm. hey, at least give something on the scale. Cause there's not a whole lot right. on this side of it out there. Brandon, thank yeah. you so thank much. Thank you so much for your time. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPillow that started it all. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. MyPillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my Premium Queen, only $24.98. Or my Premium King, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what are you going to do about your finances? If you went back to 1920 and you had a $20 bill and you had one ounce of gold, you could go into a men's clothing store and you could buy an entire suit, the jacket, shoes, pants, wow. belts, everything. Today, what would that $20 bill buy you? It wouldn't, you couldn't buy a handkerchief for the $20 bill, but that one ounce of gold would still buy you. Even today, it would buy you an entire men's suit, shoes, belt, pants, jacket, everything. That's the difference. But today, that change is happening faster than ever. And we know a guy by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott that we've known for over 25 years. He has two PhDs. This is who we're actually using. This is who our friends and family are using. And he's a guy we trust completely. And in today's era, you need somebody you trust. So go to flyovergold.com and learn how to protect yourself against an inflating dollar. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.